What's up, guys? Welcome back to day three of Sharks Madness here on Locked On Sharks, your daily source of everything to do with this with the hockey team known as San Jose Sharks. Really bad intro. Um, uh, it's me, Kyle Dimitri, is back uh, hosting again. Um, the next region in the tournament, and with me is, of course, JD and Eric, the Creed and Meredith to my Dwight. What's up? Like Creed, man, he's funny. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a funny character, but I see I that the most like too. funny to like screen time. Yeah, he's yeah, got like he's, the best lines, but he only says like <laughs> a sentence an episode. I'm all I'm all about that that when it's right it's right kind of thing like always always nails it because i try not to say much so when i do i hope it's poignant so i'm i very much identify with uh, creed in that respect i make jd the drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does have two kids so JD, have you ever slept with anybody for outback steakhouse coupons i'm gonna plead the fifth on that one the back of your minivan <laughs> um i love creed he's the he's so funny like when he just like says random stuff when he comes in during the murder mystery game episode and he comes in wearing that like old like circus fair thing and he's like hey boss what i miss michael's like there's been a murder and he's like "Ooh, give me one second i'm gonna run up to my car and then just pieces because he thinks there's a real murder <laughs> kills me. Kills me. i also the the cold open when i just saw this episode the other day michael scott calls in screaming for pam like pam pam you gotta help me pam's like what'd you do he's like my foot my foot hey michael he goes i like to wake up to the smell of bacon so I turn. So I have a have a George Foreman grill to put in my bed with bacon on it, and every night I set it up, and every morning I plug it in, so I can wake up and go back to sleep, so I can wake up to the smell of bacon. Well, this morning, I stood up, I, and I stepped in it, and I like clamped down on my foot. And he comes in, and and Dwight's like, Michael, I'm coming to get you. I'll be there. And he tries to drive out of the parking lot, like rams into the pole, gets out of the car, and proceeds to vomit violently all over his car, and like get back in and drive. And then of course he has a concussion later. But just like that cold open was was incredible absolutely amazing the best part is what michael's like i like to wake up to the smell of bacon sue me um (laughs) (laughs) that is bubble wrap on his foot yeah the sneaky funny part of that episode too is when they're getting uh when they're in the doctor's office and he's like is a foot injury worse than a head injury and the doctor's like no never and then he's like, how about if it's all like red and stuff? And then like uh, Dwight uses it. That's what she said. And then like the doctor laughs and Michael's just so angry. at the So moment. mad. Yeah. <laughs> he landed and that's what she said. Jim. Oh, so good. There's so also good. a funny I line too, where I think Jim's like, you grilled your foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that is- just, and Michael's just like, I want today to be just to treat me like normal and stuff. But then he's like. Lounging around in like a sweater. (laughs) He's got this the sweat. He's got the suit jacket with the sweats, which is a very bold look. But Um, oh, it's amazing. One day when we run out of content, we'll just talk about the office. But today (laughs) we have more important business to get. We have content. Yeah, we have Shonks uh, content. Um, 
uh what region is this god damn it oh the randy Hahn region so we're moving uh to... extra tan yeah yeah this is this is uh this is where this region's son is a pot connoisseur uh on the <laughs> internet um randy Hahn's son is dope he always used to tweet at, and like message fear the fin and it was awesome because he like loved us um actually amazing um, you no but... longer do that anymore I don't know. We're no longer at Fear the Fin, those turncoats. Sure, you <laughs> never, will, you show me, will you show me who he is on Twitter later? I wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find it. Um, it's right. pretty easy. It's Randy Hahn Jr., so it's not right. hard to oh find. My God. Is, he, is he a junior also? Do, he, do you think he and Doug Jr. hang out? I hope so. Oh, uh, man, the juniors. But they secretly hate their dads. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. yeah, they're plotting to overthrow them. Yeah, for sure. Like My dad was so creative, yeah. he named me after him. The ultimate flex in life is to name uh name yourself after like name your kid after yourself. It's uh it, it's like, old. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love the families that have like the fourth and the fifth and the third. Just like what what is wrong with you? Anyway, that's rude. Sorry if any of you guys are a third or fourth or fifth. I just know that I'm Eric hates you. Um so <laughs> moving on. Uh, oh, if you're if you're an Eric but like the fifth, but you spell your name with a C, Eric really hates you. <laughs> True. I don't know. Spelling Eric with a C is is uh, bad. It's bad. Come to Canada. All the Frenchies spell it with a C. Um, just like Mark is spelled with a C as well here, because uh, it's like magic. Um, okay, so let's get into the bracket because we got we got to get through all of these matchups. Um, so the Randy Hahn region is the in between year between the two that we did last time. So this is kind of like the uh, ninety eight to O five ish region um so a lot of these guys are going to be familiar because it wasn't too long ago and if you started if you're around our age and really started getting into the sharks with the internet rising and tv uh, and things of that nature you're going to recognize a lot of these guys from your childhood so um without further delay uh we have a play-in game instantly uh for the 16 seed so it's scott thornton uh 77 goals 70 assists 147 points in 342 games over five years which is way more than i thought uh 439 pims uh and fun fact he's the cousin of joe which i think everybody knew but whatever um and he's going up against nico dimitrakos uh 19 goals 34 assists 53 points over 134 games over three seasons fun fact he's not greek he's from massachusetts huh yeah. I thought he was European this whole time. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was today years old. I had no, I, I had no idea. Nico Dimitrakos. Well, maybe he has like a Greek family, but he just oh, he's for sure like Greek heritage. But he was born like in. You. Yeah, except I'm not Greek. Um, but same thing. Uh, what is your? I thought you. I thought you did have Greek in you. Oh, like I have, like I had like a euro yesterday, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Oh, um, shit. I stereotyped. I'm sorry. Not all your hands are the same, you goddamn American. Um, so, so do you have any thoughts? Does anybody have any thoughts strongly for Scott Thornton or Nico Dimitrakos? Remember nope. Nico Dimitrakos in like NHL 06 or whatever I played in college, I think, and he was so fast. It was great. You'd like just jet up. You're, you're or- thinking of a different person. You're thinking of Nils Ekman. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, uh, you, I know who you're thinking of. Uh, yeah, he comes yeah, up yeah. later. Yeah, he was like a cheat so code good, in good, this is, or whatever. 
This is good outlook for Nico. So let's get to the voting. Um, the voting. Ready? One, yep. two, three. It's got the Thornton. I just don't like face punchers. But he had 147 points in 342 games, which isn't like the worst. And it's not like it's um, going to matter. Where, where because... was the worst pick? Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, 439. Yeah, there you Thank you. I didn't even really pay attention to that matchup because I was like, well, who gives a shit? Yeah, so the reason the reason none of us paid attention is because they're going up against the one seed, Patrick Marlowe. Um, the only thing I wrote down is Aneroid Saskatchewan is a hell of a name for a hometown. Yes. <laughs> He's an aneroid. He's an aneroid species. They all have those funky eyebrows. <laughs> I wonder, uh, when you go onto Wikipedia and type in aneroid and like go to its page, it literally says population 50. Like like Man. five zero. What's the smallest town you've ever lived in? Ever lived in? Uh yeah. twenty thousand when I grew up. Uh I went Just, to college like, in a town that was like four thousand, maybe. Nine hundred. Trap Maryland, baby. T R A P P E. That's on the weird like dangly like tonsils part, right? Like the peninsula yeah. part with Delaware. Yes. The yeah, eastern shore. The whole yep. state's a weird dangly tonsil. There's a there's oh, a there's town. Like the no, I, yeah, I know, the, I know, the, I know. I know. You have like mainland Maryland, and right. then like the eastern shore of Maryland. Yep. Yeah. Anybody that, who lives near DC is like, I live in Northern Virginia, so. Right. right. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's vote this one. I don't think we. Need right. Yeah, yeah. I had another story about a small town, but it's it's unimportant. So we'll we'll catch catch it next time on Locked On Small Towns. Yeah. We Jared have outside of... for his small towns. Yeah. All right. Uh, one, two, three. Marlowe. Sadly, Patrick Marlowe. Um, you, you hate you some Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, well, I don't we'll know what there. I'm going to do if Patrick Marlowe and Joe Pavelski face each other. I just hope the world ends. Um, we'll but that there. won't happen. Oh, so, We're on the way, buddy. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, um, I don't think it could, that would have to be the finals matchup. Anyway, that's not important. Let's move on to the next matchup because it's a little more interesting. Uh, the battle of the defensemen who were kind of good, but not really. Uh, number eight seed, Scott Hannon. Good at one point, never really were that good. Okay, number eight, Scott Hannon. 30 goals, 116 assists, 146 points in 626 games over 11 seasons. Um, that was split between eight to start his career and then three to finish at ages 34 to 36. Uh, he was a defensive stalwart. Uh, fun fact, Hannon autocorrects to Hannah on an iPhone. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's going up against the number nine seed brad stewart uh 39 goals 131 assists 170 points in 486 games over eight seasons six to start his career and two near the end but not quite the end of his career fun fact he was taken third overall in 1998 and it somehow wasn't a mistake because the top 10 was le cavalier leguan stewart brian allen vitaly vishnevsky rico fada manny malhotra drunk mark bell mike rupp and nick antropov GMs are good at drafting. That's that's incredible. That draft was horrendous. I looked down to see if like the back end was like really good, but it wasn't. It was so bad. Not even the mullet, huh? That's that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um, I yeah. was I was. It's funny that they both have really similar trajectories where they started with the Sharks and then came back later. Um, I was looking at they have a few years on on hockey viz and the fancy stats era and. Uh, they both had pretty similar impacts at five on five, which was to say not great, 
but also and, old. Yeah, they're, hey, they're both those Stewart's 33 and 30, no, no, 34, 35. It was both of their 34, 35 year olds. Oh, no, 33, 34 for Stewart, 34, 35 for Hannon. Same shit, though. Um, but Stewart was playing second pairing minutes and Hannon was playing third pairing minutes and they had similar impacts. So I got to I got to give the nod to Stewart because he was Let's stop doing, doing the same in a, in a better role or in a, in a bigger role, I guess. But I also put Hannon on my thing, but it's probably a coin flip. This is still there. Do you do either of you guys like remember either of them from your childhood? Because I feel like I remembered Brad Stewart as being better, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no idea. I also at this point I don't trust anything that I knew about my childhood because there are no fancy stats to tell me what to think. <laughs> so I'm uh weird thing about Scott Hannon. He wore he played for the Sharks and wore four different jersey numbers. Uh oh man, I have one of those coming up. Uh that's hilarious though. Um, yeah, I don't understand when these guys wear like multiple jerseys for like no reason. <laughs> yeah, he went 6, 43, 22, 27, which is I don't think there was a noted for number 43 that came into the Sharks and took the number, right? No, yeah, exactly. I have no idea. Um, Jed Ortmeyer wore 33 for a hot second, unless he switched somebody left and he <laughs> that'd be my. Uh, I don't know how I, man, I think I think please, yeah Jed Ortmeyer please I'm gonna look him up right now just to, just to make sure I'm, I'm probably wrong actually um definitely a coin flip coin flip for me JD is it a coin flip for you too yep all right um let's so let's get coin. to let's get to the coin flip ready one two three Stuart Scott Hannon Ooh, Scott Hannon actually, I actually wrote Hannon in my bracket but after looking at their fancy stat blobs i switched my vote but it's a, it's a toss-up coward <laughs> i know <laughs> i, I originally was gonna say... i just went gut feeling the whole thing that's all i did it's, that's gut. the way it should be chaos yep. and gut jedward meyer wore 41 i was close but not quite get out of here um yeah i, I I, I I was originally going to vote Brad Stewart because I thought he was more of an offensive guy than he was, but he really wasn't. So goodbye, Bradley. Um, all right, moving on. The five seed uh, childhood favorite, Vincent Danfus, uh, 92 goals, 197 assists, uh, 289 points in 185 games over six seasons. Uh, in five full seasons, age 32 to 36, he had 20 goals three times in points of uh, 70, 46, and 45, 58, 61, 41. Uh, fun fact, he was one of the weird four-headed captain monster in 2003-2004. And he's going, again, he's going against number 12, Alan McCauley. Uh, spelled A-L-Y-N for some reason. Uh, 35 goals, 48 assists, 83 points in 174 games over three seasons. Smells his name like an absolute jabroni. Uh, fun fact. One of the weird four captains with Vinny in 0304 and along with Patrick Marlowe and Mike Ricci. So that's the matchup. Vinny versus Allen. I remember, I mean, I am familiar with both of these two players' names. Vinny, of course, is a bigger Sharks name, generally speaking. And there aren't any fancy stats for them, so I'm just going with my boy Vinny. I mean, you gotta, stop, dude, you gotta stop announcing your pick before we get to the yeah, seriously, the, dude. The send off. I, 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 thought part, I thought part of this was explaining why we're making the picks. We're no, making. you just make you, uh, your you point. Explain, yeah, you explain your point and then just don't say I'm voting this right. guy. All right, yeah. uh, Vincent played 
uh, average probably about 20 minutes of ice time with the Sharks, and Macaulay probably about 15 minutes of ice time. Um, I'm not saying uh, who I'm picking. I'm just I'm just giving that <laughs> random statistic in just in case I mean, anyone. One of these two players it. is actually in our bio on our Twitter, so I think we know where we have to. Uh, is yeah. It's it's we're the Dampus freezing and Nolan of, of podcasting. podcasting. So. Oh, hell yeah, that shit rules. Okay, let's just get to it because I fucking hate Alan McCauley. Um <laughs> One, two, three, Vinny so, Dampus. Um, Damp House also uh, actually was sick. Like outside of San Jose, he had like a hundred point season or a ninety four point season with Toronto, um, and was dope with Montreal and was also their captain. Uh, good for him. I like him, and oh, he's on currently mm-hmm. a host of RDS for the Habs. <laughs> what is that? what is that? RDS is French sports, French ESPN. Nice. I love French ESPN. Uh, I think he, I think he hosts La Cage. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll, Does that I'll mean in English? What is Cage? The cage? The cage. Um, I forget what they have. Look, actually, La Cage is the bar. I don't forget what the stupid thing is called. It's like the heat zone or some shit. I'll find out afterwards. Um, oh, yeah. If you're going to listen to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Sharks is a great way for your local business to reach San Jose Sharks fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with San Jose Sharks fans with a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. Once again, text word advertising to 33777 or visit slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Okay, moving on to the next one where there's no French people involved. Uh, this is the battle of the underperforming in. Uh, underperforming wingers uh, division. So number four, Timu Solani, 64 goals, 67 assists, 131 points in 176 games over basically two and a half seasons. Uh, wildly disappointing, but somehow was still decent with San Jose. Fun fact, signed for six and a half million in 02 on a one year with San Jose, which was three and a half million less than his previous AAV. Um, he's up against 13, Alex Koroluk. Uh, Corky had 62 goals, 80 assists, 142 points in 296 games over six seasons. Only played for San Jose. Wildly disappointing as well, even though he was mega talented. Fun fact, JD, here we go. Wore five different numbers in only six seasons. He wore Ooh, 48, 27, 15, 41, and 94 for some unknown fucking reason. I love the chaos in the jerseys. That he would played suck. six seasons. That would suck, though, if like... I just kept getting bounced out of jerseys by better players. Like, sorry, dude, yeah. you're not. Good. Yeah, but dude, because usually, like, when players buy you like out of a jersey, they like hook you up with something. Like, they give you cash, or they might buy you something. So he might have like a nice little like Easter What's egg of just <laughs> just stuff for jerseys. But really, twenty seven, fifteen, forty one. Who who is buying these jersey numbers from? Fifteen was my number. It's always been my my lucky number playing sports. What's no yours? 15. 15. Kyle, what did you wear? Hockey or basketball? Either way. Uh, well, in hockey, I wore number four. Respect to uh, Robert or. 
Um, and uh, in basketball, we're number 22. Okay. Uh, I uh, because two plus two equals four. <laughs> I never did sports where I had to wear a number, but if I did, it would be 13. Dan Marino for life. Dan Marino. Never going to win Hell anything? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's like Jumbo. Good, but no championships. Yep. Uh, which doesn't really matter. Marino, uh, the fun fact about Marino is that his season where he threw for like 5,000 yards in like 1980, whatever, if you extrapolate it, if you extrapolate it out to like nowadays rules, he would have thrown for like 7,500 yards. Yeah. It's like what Patrick <laughs> Mahomes did. Like that's what yeah. I was doing that yeah. like 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, he, um, he was very, so, he was very so Timu and Corky, uh, Timu was traded for among much fanfare and then re-signed a much among a much among much fanfare and just kind of never delivered, even though his stats were like decent. Uh, it was just kind of shitty that they're like, oh my god, we got Timu Solani and he's still only like 30. Uh, and then he sucked. And Alex Korolyuk was drafted in the sixth round, and he's like, This is gonna be the sick Russian, and just never ever caught on for whatever reason. Hockey's hard, dude. I can't even skate. So but you're I, not you're not getting I drafted. Don't you, Alex Kruller. Not with that attitude. No, that's true. That's true. If I had skated when I was 17, I would have been I would have been in there though. I would have been homeschooled in the middle of of uh, Alberta somewhere. After the draft takes place at 16. All right. Oh. Not for the NHL. Could be an overager. For the CHL. All right. Um, down oh sorry uh ready three two one coral finish flash did you guys both vote Timo? you fucking traders <laughs> yeah i love oh, me I some it. finns and swedes and nordic i folk. love finland i do not like Timo solani um for a variety of reasons um uh okay moving on uh speaking of finns uh we have i think you our first break i hope Dude, I can't wait for Marlo and Timo to play each other. You're just gonna sit out the whole. <laughs> God, um, uh, no, Vinny's going all the way, buddy. Uh, oh yeah. So this, oh, ra- this I think this, I think this is the first all goalie matchup. But uh, we have uh, Finnish sensation Vesa Toskala at number six. Uh, 65 wins, 28 losses, 10 ties, and 115 games, 914 save percentage. Part of the trade with Toronto uh, with Drunk Mark Bell for a 2007 second, who is Aaron Palishaj, 2009 fourth, which is Craig Smith, and a conditional first that ended up being number 13 in 07, uh, which was Lars Eller, but was ultimately swapped for Logan Couture. Um, fun fact, Vesa Toskala beat out Mika Kiprasov for the backup spot behind Nabby because Doug Wilson said, we can't have three goalies and whichever backup loses the job i'll trade the other one so they have a chance and vesa beat out mika um Oops. ah whatever um they're going up against number 11 steve shields uh 48 wins 49 losses 21 ties and 125 games over three seasons also a 914 save percentage fun fact all of his career highs came with san jose somehow because he was pretty much ass everywhere else and also a backup and weed out there is better <laughs> Um, Steve Shields was a goalie that I remember from my childhood, and I was like, I fucking love this guy. And then looking back, I'm like, wow, he was shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I didn't even know who this guy was until I saw this bracket. So really? that's my recollection of Steve Shields. Now, the name r- rung a bell, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, he for sure. I didn't know what position he was off the top of my head. I had to look his ass up. Well, that's not wow. true. I didn't look him up because he's going nowhere. 
<laughs> did, you, did you remember who Steve Shields was? Uh, the name ring a bell. Okay, so I'll pontificate on Steve Shields. Just kidding. I'm going to talk about Vesitoskala. So I really liked Vesitoskala, and the only reason that I would ever remotely think he wasn't that good is because I live in Toronto, and when he got traded to Toronto as like this goaltending savior, he was hyped up like every other person is in Toronto, and he wasn't very good here. Um, so I have this weird like memory thing where I think he was bad, but really he was a perfectly fine backup. And also he was the one a one B when they went deep in the playoffs one year with uh, San Jose, they did this weird trade-off thing where they would each play playoff games. It was strange, um, but I think it's clear. So voting time. Yep. All right. Uh, three, two, one. Vesa. Oh, wow. All right. Sick. Um, I actually want to talk more about Vesa later. I love Vesa uh okay moving on to two more randoms actually no not two more randoms uh yeah, number three not two more randoms <laughs> no sorry i i looked i looked out it was like i saw the one name and i was like this guy whatever uh so number three mike ricci uh once that's voted, not a random not a random at all uh one's voted denver's sexiest man uh 101 goals 162 assists 263 points in 529 games over seven years elite and elite, I repeat, E-L-I-T-E, elite defensive centerman. Uh, fun fact, held the Sharks' record of consecutive games played at 228, which was only broken by Marlowe. Um, possibly Burns now, I'm not sure. Uh, he's up against number 14, Kyle McLaren. Uh, 12 goals, 71 assists, 83 points in 302 games over five seasons. Defensive specialist, fun fact, wore a yellow tinted visor in 2005. I love that shit, dude. I love that yellow visor. He yeah. was like the only person I've ever seen with a yellow visor, and this is very much influencing how I feel about this player. Oh, I love it. Uh, didn't didn't Eric Desjardins wear a yellow visor, JD? Uh, I don't remember. I think so. Eric Weinrich did for sure. Don't ask me why I know that. Yeah, who is that? Clown defenseman for like the Blues. Yeah, Um, I don't get clown defenseman out of here except for McLaren. uh, Part of part of my vote, uh, Kyle got the Kyle boost because all Kyles have to stick (laughs) together because there's like forty five of us total. (laughs) It's not not true. There's a lot of Kyles, dude. Everyone makes fun. People use Kyle interchangeably with Chad when they make fun of generic white dudes on Twitter. Kyle. Might be. I've never seen that before in my entire life. Me neither. I send you Kyle tweets all the time. This is Eric, that was the which monster is energy very, drink thing. At least not, you, not yeah, exactly. Well, it's pretty too. funny though. Yeah, Eric's not a. I mean, it's definitely a white boy name, but it's not like oh, let's let's call all these shitty white dudes collectively Eric. Um. So I have a Kyle theory because it peaked in like 1987 or 88 at like 40th most popular name in America or something like that. So it was never super popular. So I have this weird theory that 95% of all Kyles are aged like 27 to 35. You'd be hard. You'd be hard pressed to find like an older one. Like I think Kyle Bowler is like 38 or something like that, but there's not many old, you don't find any old Kyles. There's no like 80 year old Kyles. Um, And there's very few baby Kyles. So (laughs) That's my main life theory, and it's good. <laughs> peak in the nineties per babynamewizard.com with four, oh, did it peak in like ninety one? With a shitload of babies. Four four thousand four hundred and seventy six per million. It just says the nineties. It doesn't it <laughs> this is such a bad graph. The far right side of the graph is labeled 2012, and the far left is 1880s. And then Kyle is just a big <laughs> massive blue, like toward the 2012, and it just says peak in the 90s. So um, <laughs> take, take that as you will. Uh, so 
I feel like there's going to be a winner here, and we can talk about him more in the next round. Um, yes. But does anybody have Kyle McLaren thoughts? I really don't. Both these guys are involved in the Sharks still. Uh, Kyle McLaren shows up on TV sometimes. Um, he's very bad at it. Sorry, Kyle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry, good Kyle. Podcasting either if it makes you feel any better. So we're we're both <laughs> two peas in the same pod there, bud. At least you're at least you're getting paid lots of money for it. Uh, and Mike Ricci's now an assistant coach. So yeah, I quit my job because of this. Actually, I don't. Ha- I'm sheltering in place, and I'm no longer working because Locked On Sharks is um, feeding my my sour candy ordering habit. <laughs> Um. All right. Should we vote? Yes. I got nothing for that. <laughs> all right, cool, man. You do you and your teeth. Um. Uh. Three, oh, two. Brush. Whatever. Okay. Three. <laughs> three, two, one. Kai. Mikey. You voted oh, Kyle McLaren. I voted Kyle McLaren. I like the yellow what? visor. What? Wow. I like the chaos. Oh, I love right the chaos. I like the yellow um, visor. He was like Doug Murray before Doug Murray was there. Just a big body. Boy throwing shoulders and knocking dudes out. I feel like that's disrespectful to Kyle Murray and also, or D- Doug Murray. Um, and also, you forgot that Scott Hannon existed. Yeah. Well, I feel like Scott Hannon was like actually good at some point. But he was also just lighting fools up. Okay. Well, that's that's um, all the did back in the day. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. True. Fair. Um, okay. Next matchup. Number seven, uh, Marco Sturm. 128 goals, 145 assists, 273 points, and 553 games over eight seasons. Oh, God, I love this man so much. Three straight 20-goal seasons before the trade. Uh, He netted San Jose Joe Thornton. Fun fact, was one of my favorite players because he was from the motherland, baby. Um, Also one of the very few Germans in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Him and Colesley holding it down. Uh, He's up against number 10, Mike Rathge, which is just a fun name to say. Rathge. Um, Rathge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it sounds like a Turok, like a character from Turok. Anyway, 27 goals, 128 assists, 155 points in 671 games over 11 seasons. Uh, defensive guy, integral shark in the early 2000s. Fun fact, finished 17th in Norris voting in the 03-04 season somehow. What? There were uh, only so, eight defensemen that year. No one know, yeah, no one knows <laughs> anything about anything, frankly. Although, to be fair, every single defenseman in this era was the exact same thing. Like, Eric Carlson never would have existed had he been born 10 years earlier or whatever. 20 years earlier. I don't know. I can't do math, but you know what I mean. Uh, maybe not in this era. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay, hold on. I'm looking up who finished ahead of him in the Norris voting uh, for this year, this year because it's hilarious. Okay. So the winner was Scott Niedermeyer, and then it went Chara, Prong, man, Chara's fucking old. Chara, Chris Pronger, Brian McCabe, Adrian Acoin, Nick Lidstrom, Matthew Schneider, Rob Blake, Sergey Goncher, Wade Redden in the top 10. Then you got old-ass Brian Leach, Sheldon Surrey, Merrick Malik, which is hilarious, Matthias Oled, Pavel Kabina, Merrick Zidlicki, and then a five-way tie for 17th and also last, Brian Berard, Dan Boyle, Dick Tarnstrom, Sergey Zubov, Mike Rauchy. They I think he made Tarnstrom is names. quite the name. Yeah, Dick Tarnstrom. That's my new private eye name. <laughs> Tarnstrom is from Sweden. Tarnstrom. Hey, Tarnstrom. Ooh, yeah, hell yeah. Swedish private eye. Yo, Tarnstrom. <laughs> um, Tarnstrom. Did you get what you got, Tarnstrom? Yeah, they all fin- got one third place or one fifth place vote. So shout out to like Curtis Pollock or whoever the hell voted for Mike Rathji <laughs> in 2004. <laughs> um, yeah, this matchup. 
like Marco Stern. He was part of the Joe Thornton trade, so I appreciate him yeah. being a sacrificial lamb. Also, he was really good. He was really fast and scored goals. And uh, as a small child, I loved him dearly. Hell yeah, love it, love it, love. Literally, it. no opponent that would beat Marco Stern probably that would be in this range. Uh, that'd be it'd be tough. It'd be a tough one. It'd be a tough one. All right, let's vote. Uh, three, two, one. Uh, Marco. Okay. Right. Exterminate clean, clean sweep for the German. No German has ever done anything bad. Um, <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, I love in The Simpsons when Sideshow Bob is on trial for trying to murder Bart, and they're like, he has a tattoo on his chest written in blood that says, Die, Bart, die. He pulls up his shirt and it says that, and he's like, No, no, it's German. For, uh, D, Bart, Bart D, means the, nah, Bart, the. <laughs> So good. Oh, and then somebody in the jury goes, "Oh, nobody who speaks German could be bad." <laughs> Every time. Um, okay, final matchup of the Randy Hahn region. Uh, it's a doozy. Uh, I really did number fifteen dirty. Uh, so number two of Jenny Nabokov, and I'm going to read off his stats because he's a fucking man. 293 wins, 178 losses, 66 ties or OT losses, 912 save percentage, 0001 Calder winner. 0708 second in Vesna vote, uh, seventh in Hart, first team All Star end of season had Vesna finishes of four four six two one five four. The first actually good Sharks goalie, all time entrant on the uh, saves all time saves list. Uh, fun fact: played seventy seven games in a season once. Uh, poor fucking guy. Um, shout out to Ron Wilson. He's up against number fifteen. <laughs> DeBoer and I- has a boner just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, it jerks off to fucking Rod Wilson's coach. Seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I'm not editing that either. <laughs> um, he's up against number fifteen and fan favorite oh, Eric Boy. Fixed our yeah. awful, the Sharks' awful goalies this year somehow, or at least made them uh, yeah, we, not terrible. Yeah, he's a he's a goalie whisperer, man. He's um, a goalie whisperer. He's good. God damn. All right. Sorry. 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 Fifteen. Eric's boy, Nils Ekman. Uh, everybody's boy. He's just fucking sweet. He do so uh, fast. Super- just like. Yes. Forty-three goals, sixty-nine assists, one hundred and twelve points, and one hundred and fifty-nine oh, games over two seasons. Massive Thornton nice boost. Assist. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a hundred. It's a hundred. Oh yeah, nice assist. Nice, good point. Uh, massive Thornton boost. Also, was a super pest. He was fucking sweet to watch him annoy people. Like he was the prototype Brad Marchand without the goal scoring. Um, fun fact: formed the top line for the Sharks in 0506 with Joe Thornton and Jonathan Chichu. What a line! Whew. Crazy. Thornton made two absolute scrubs into stars. <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, do you, Eric, do you want to pontificate on Neil, Nils Ekman? I just remember playing NHL 06 with him in college, and he was just super fast. And you could back back then they weren't trying to make those franchises super realistic, or maybe they just couldn't. So you could just take the fast guys and skate straight up the boards, and like kind of do that thing where you loop around, not all the way around behind the goal, but behind the the goal line, and then come back and and put it in like opposite side because the goalies never knew how to how to handle that. It was like it was like the NHL '94 kind of always scoring glitch but not quite as as easy i guess jeremy ronick glitch also uh speaking of jeremy ronick he's not in this bracket for obvious reasons Fuck jeremy Ronick, yeah get out of here Fuck dude him. no one votes for his ass anyway 
<laughs> exactly. All right. This is this is pretty cut and dry. You'll be in Let's the uh, worst sharks bracket that's coming later this summer. <laughs> Gutless. Oh, we uh, run out of content. No brackets. We will never run out of content. <laughs> content we forever. We, we are the content boys. We should rebrand <laughs> ourselves to the content boys. Um, all right let's do this yeah uh, all right let's do this our twitter thing right now (laughs) do it to content boys with a z um uh okay three two one nabby nabby perfect Uh, so to lovely book really gross but Uh, very well written yo lolita rules uh great book um uh okay so to recap the randy hahn region we have marlo versus hannon Donfus versus Timu, uh, Vesatoskula. I don't know why I say his full name. Vesatoskula versus Mike Ricci, and then Marco Stern versus Evgeny Nabokov. And holy boy, there's a lot of my favorites in the next round. Uh, it's You're gonna be like DeBoer looking at this bracket. Uh. It's gonna be like DeBoer looking at Michael Haley, or actually good players, and being like, mm, Michael Haley, <laughs> 77. <laughs> Um, okay, so that does it for the Randy Hahn region. Uh, some of the guys that we didn't talk in depth about will obviously get more in depth as we come up to better matchups. Uh, this first round is filled with a lot of uh, ghosts of Sharks past uh, that we don't truly care about all that much. Um, sorry, Mike Rathji. Um, So if you want to tweet at us and tell us we're stupid for how we voted, you can tweet at us at Locked On Sharks. Um, it'll now be called branded as the Content Boys. Uh, so look for that. Uh, if you want to tweet specifically, or if you want to email us, please don't. Uh, you can email us at lockedonsharks at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to tweet or find the Honey Wilders and tell them that we're stupid and they shouldn't uh, put music in our show because their votes are bad, you can find them on Facebook or Spotify uh, and check out their music. And if you want to tweet at Eric and tell, ask him about blobs for players that played post-05, um, tweet at him. 0708, there you go. Uh, tweet at him at foulball15, F-O-W-L-E, ball15. And if you want to tweet at JD and ask him why he put Brown in instead of Braun in one of the regions, you can tweet at him uh, at my fryhole. And everybody makes mistakes, Kyle. It's okay. Yeah, and okay. you you edited it, so okay, that's all you know. It worked, trapped at home, <laughs> not able to have any kind of uh, human interaction. So you're, you're going to make typos every now and then. Anyway, Kyle, when he's not being rude to JD for his mistakes <laughs> on making brackets is at Kyle Demetrius, D-E-M-E-T-R-I-U-S, and uh, loves, I don't know, I can't think of anything. Just say hi to the poor guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, technically, Braun means brown in German, so you're good. Just yeah. say you do okay. in German. Uh, any final... Any, German fans. Yeah, I would love to. We have the Hasso connection, and they're going to draft uh, JJ Paterka. Um... Do you guys have any final thoughts about the Randy Hahn region? Uh, do I? Can we take off the um, suntan or like the tanning stuff now, or do I need to wait till we're done with the bracket? Off, off with the sand- suntan lotion and into <laughs> our figure skates for the next bracket. Sweet, hell yeah, let's go.